Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I'm Bob Mendelson, and this is the Bob's Your Uncle podcast. Today we speak with Dan Cass in Kansas City, a healthcare professional advisor who helps businesses and individuals sort out the confusing maze of health insurance. This is a must listen. Thanks for joining me for this Season 3, Episode 4 of the Bob's Your Uncle podcast. Note the music, Mendelssohn's Violin Concerto in E minor, and the opinions are strictly my own and those of my guests. You can now find us and comment to us wherever you get your podcasts. Tell us what matters to you, what triggers your joy, what bothers you in the world. Let us know. We'll see where the spirit leads us. You might be on the road in Kansas City or at the gym in Sydney, wherever you are. Thanks for being with us these 18 minutes. As season three continues, we're still looking for a new sponsor of the podcast. Are you interested? Contact me on bobmendo at aol.com for more information. Now, back to the podcast. Historical Marker of the Week. On this date in history, 27 December 1831, Charles Darwin embarked on his journey aboard HMS Beagle, during which he will formulate the theory of evolution. And on this date in 1918, the Ukrainian War of Independence. The Revolutionary Insurgent Army of Ukraine occupied a certain territory, seized seven airplanes from the UPRAF, and established an insurgent air fleet. That's the historical marker of the week. Are you as overwhelmed as I am when you have to check into a hospital or even to sign in for a blood test? Dan Cass in this episode will help us and give us both answers and his phone number to ask for more help down the road. Thanks for joining me today, Dan. We've known each other for 60 plus years. Is that even possible? Well, I, I don't know. Um, I don't think I'm that old, but... <laughs> Yeah, I guess so. Since probably junior high. Well, Hebrew school and hanging around the synagogue. Well, yeah, so Hebrew school, so junior high. Uh, Dan, your website says annual health care costs are the number one reason for bankruptcy. That's a shocking statistic. Is there any hope to fix that? Well, I, I would hope so. Uh, but that's going to be a long road that, that involves some healthcare policy changes. And um, they're, they're trying to do that at the national, sometimes even at state level. 
And, uh, but uh, that's gonna take a long time. That's gonna probably take 10, 20 years, as far as I'm concerned. And uh, in the meantime, um, I think consumers need to be smarter about what they do, do with their healthcare. They are afraid to go to the doctor because they know what might happen. Uh, they may have to give more tests and so on, and they're afraid that they can't afford it. Dan, how do you get into this business yourself? I don't have a healthcare background. I'm just a healthcare consumer like most other people. And uh, about 21 years ago, uh, I was diagnosed with cancer 21 years ago. And one of the ways to follow that, and, and I've been cancer-free for 20, so ever since I was treated, uh, but one of the ways they follow uh, cancer patients to make sure it hasn't come back is they order PET scans, PET scans, and they're very expensive tests. I used to get them at the, in January every year because that would get me to way past half, maybe probably three quarters of my deductible because my deductible back then was $10,000. I was in the state risk pool and last year in uh, on the risk pool, which, is, which was 2012, uh, my premium was 700 a month. And that was just for me with a $10,000 deductible. So, I mean, um, I, I come to this kind of naturally. And about 12 years ago, uh, PET scan showed a lymph node active in my neck somewhere. I, I don't really know exactly where, because uh, even though I've got the film, uh, I don't know how to read a PET scan. And now I had to get a PET scan every six months and I was facing medical bankruptcy. I couldn't, I couldn't afford to keep doing it. I got a prescription to get uh, my six month PET scan done in December. A little bit earlier because at this point I'm past my deductible and I'm only responsible for 10% of whatever's remaining. And I thought, I'm going to shop for this. I'm going to look around, see if I can't get a better price because I shop milk. I am that, well, frugal is not correct. Cheap is a better word to describe me. <laughs> <laughs> And, um, and lo and behold, I found some interesting prices. Now I found, uh, I shopped around, I found four hospital systems that um, had PET scans, uh, PET machines. PET scans are only given in hospitals. Those machines are very expensive. They're millions of dollars. So only hospitals can, can offer those. And, and also the hospitals can keep them fairly busy. And so I did some pricing and it took me two full days of being on the phone and being told, oh, we don't know that price. You need to call over here. And then I was told to call, call over there. And Dan, were these all places that were in your own insurance network? And these were all in my 
healthcare in, in my insurance network. If you go outside your network, it's, it's uh, astronomical. But these were all providers in, in my network and the prices started at $11,500. Now that's the retail. To me, that's retail means that that's what the provider bills the insurance company. That's not what I pay ultimately because there's insurance discounts and all this kind of stuff that they've negotiated with um, the provider and you know that they decide this is what we're gonna pay. The provider says, oh, okay, I'll accept that. And uh, so the retails were anywhere from 11,500 all the way up to $24,000. Dan, you discovered that the same machine is used for the 11,000 and the 24,000. It's almost like generic products in a grocery store. How'd that make you feel? That annoyed well, that bothered me. But I also, when, when, when I was talking to the claims department and the gal said, you know, you ought to start, you ought to start a business doing that. <laughs> Wait, the, the secretary or receptionist or the person there at the, at the insurance tells at you. At the claims, yeah, yeah. Because she thought, nice. well, my God, he knew the prices. And, you know, and sure enough, she checked and I was right. I, I was billed incorrectly. And so they adjusted it. And a couple of years later, I finally decided, you know, this, this really makes sense to, to do. And that kind of started Healthcare Shopping Network. Healthcare Shopping Network, HCSN. Look, I, when I think about it, Dan, I get overwhelmed. Honestly, I, I don't know who to trust. There's so many advertisements and so many claims. How's Joe Ordinary like me supposed to sort this out? Isn't this a trust problem? Oh, my gosh, yeah. I mean, it's a super trust problem. Um, just knowing what the prices are. Um, you know, you go into the hospital for, um, let's say, a knee surgery. You know, and the first place you go once you've checked in is you talk to the financial counselor. And they're not to they're not there to give you the prices here's what it's going to cost they want to know how you're going to pay and sometimes estimated costs make sense if they go in and they find something else wrong with your meniscus while they're working on your knee you want them to fix it without waking you up and uh, it's not like a car when you go into the mechanic and they fix something they find something else broken they come back and say here's something else so you're awake during the garage visit. Uh, Dan, what's the problem with excess or deductible? Most, co most consumers don't think about price when they're going in for a surgery or, or a lab test or, you know, because they think insurance covers it. And what they don't understand is how deductibles work. And, you know, because a lot of people have very high deductibles, so which means basically you pay for everything for the minor stuff uh, out of pocket. And when it's a big thing, then the insurance company kicks in and helps you with that. Dan, even though there were some executive orders signed by President Trump and President Biden, uh, most hospitals are fairly reluctant to post those prices. Why do you reckon that is? They don't 
they, this is one industry where they don't want you to know what the prices are. You know, you can't get the hospital's prices. But I mean, one of my hospitals does have those prices posted on their website. Okay. And I had to call their customer service department because I couldn't find them. And when they told me where to look, it took me six clicks to get to them. And even then, they're in a readable file. So basically, most consumers, and heck, I couldn't understand what I was looking at. And you're a professional. This is your... And I know what I'm doing. I, I do sell one, one product that, that helps um, identify um, patients who are pre-diabetic or who have hypertension, uh, who might have heart disease, high cholesterol. And if, especially if we catch it early enough, then, then we can offer treatments to prevent things from getting worse. That's great. And, and so- Can your company help anyone in the US or is it only local to the Midwest? I can do um, what we do. Uh, we can do any, uh, anywhere uh, in the country. And Outside the country, no. So only United States. Right, because it's, it's partly because of the way the United States healthcare system works. Right. And is you know? this for individuals or companies? Uh, who contacts your company? Well, most of the time they don't contact me. I contact them. And uh, it's because I call on businesses. And um, I do help individuals because friends and and people learn about what I do when I talk to them and stuff. But uh, I, I call on businesses to, so I can get to the individuals, to the that actual consumers. Companies are people, end of the day. Right, and, and, and uh, I can't afford to do the mail order pieces to reach individuals. Right. It's just too expensive. It's very inexpensive to, to make sales calls. People who are listening to the podcast who want their company to know more, how do they reach you? Uh, there's two ways that are simple. One way is my email address, and that is dan at hcsn.biz. That's Healthcare Shopping Network, the initials of that, dot biz. Or you can call me direct 913 208-2632. Got it. And I, I'll put that information in the narrative about the podcast. Um, sure. as well. so, um, I want to help. I just want to help. Is there anything else you want to tell the Bob's Your Uncle podcast community? Um, I haven't thought much about that, that question. Um, I think First of all, preventative medicine and, and taking care of your own health care is extremely important. Uh, you need to know what thing, how much things cost. And there are, are ways to get there. Uh, the hospitals, for the most part, are making that still very difficult to do. So my business still can offer uh, help in that uh, and, you know, just give you an idea of going back to my PET scan, because I shop those 
those prices for a PET scan uh, roughly about 12 years ago, I saved myself $1,500. So it makes a difference. It does. That, um, no, that's great. A blood test, uh, a, a lipid profile. Uh, I saved a customer uh, $350 because they were looking, if they go to the hospital lab, it was $400. I found an independent lab to charge $50. That makes a difference. I mean, you know, that's a nice night out on the town. It's a lot of lunches for me. <laughs> <laughs> that's really great. Uh, Dan, thank you, my friend. It's great to see you again last month and sincerest wishes for a great 2023 and may it be long beyond. Thank you. Same to you. Shalom. What do you think about all this? Write me on bobmendo at aol.com or comment or even video to me on Instagram or Twitter at Bob's Your Uncle PC. I'd love to know what you think about all this. Don't forget to post a review on iTunes or Spotify, wherever you're getting your podcasts. And also, don't forget to subscribe. Every week we read from the number one bestseller of all time, the Bible, and today's no different. From Proverbs chapter 17, verse 22, a joyful heart is good medicine, but a broken spirit dries up the bones. Next week, my guest will be Steve Woods, originally from the United Kingdom, now living in Western Australia, a music teacher among the indigenous peoples. He has a great story. He's a great storyteller. Have a safe new year and see you next week.